Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7 and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Before we begin today's episode, just a little disclaimer that this episode is my personal journey only. If you are currently pregnant, always consult your healthcare professional for the appropriate advice around your pregnancy. Hello, darlings, and welcome to season two, episode eight of the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. Today is quite a fun little episode. Obviously, all of you know that my husband and I officially are going to be welcoming a little bub later on this year. Thank you for all your well wishes. We greatly appreciate all of it, and we just feel so, so lucky to be surrounded by such beautiful people. And so a couple of weeks ago, I actually posted on my Instagram stories um, around some of the questions that you might want to ask. And I guess I also wanted to talk a little bit about some things that may help with your stress and anxiety during your pregnancy and also keeping your independence and your career while you're pregnant and trying not to worry about that too much, particularly if you are a professional female who really strives all the time to be the best that they can be in their profession because pregnancy can make it feel a little bit like a step back but it shouldn't be it's just really another chapter in your life and everything that you want to achieve in life whether it's your personal goals or career goals will be waiting for you after you have the bub so let's start off with the questions first so the one I guess everyone always gets is did I have morning sickness no I actually didn't have morning sickness I was super lucky I didn't have nausea and I didn't have the headaches that people say they get but I did have very bad insomnia which apparently doesn't usually happen till the third trimester but I literally was awake from two till six in the morning for about three weeks. I was starting to look like a little bit of a zombie. And that's probably how I knew that I was pregnant because it just sort of kept happening two nights in a row. And so now that I'm in second trimester, way into my second trimester, I feel like the sleep has calmed down a little bit and I am actually sleeping quite well most of the time. But I also obviously experience that brain fog you get when you're pregnant. And I obviously operate, as I call it, one speed when I do my work, when I do everything in life. So I really had to take a step back and just slow down a little bit. And that was okay. I, you know, once second trimester kicked in, I felt like I had my brain back a little bit more. But yeah, I was super lucky not to feel average um, while trying to wear the many hats that I wear at the moment. 
So the second question was, have I still been exercising? Yes, yes, and yes. Again, always speak to your doctor about this or consult a prenatal exercise physiologist or PT, but I've pretty much been doing everything that I was doing before I was pregnant. And most practitioners will say that. Obviously, I've had to modify things a little bit, particularly now that I'm way into my second trimester, I've had to change things up a little bit. But I'm still um, running, I'm still doing reformer Pilates, and I'm still doing boot camp. And I am very body aware. And that possibly comes from the fact that I've I'm a Pilates instructor as well, but I do trust my body to tell me if something doesn't feel right. So I think it's all about getting the right advice, but also listening and knowing what feels good for you and what doesn't feel good for you once you become pregnant. Have I had many cravings? So um, it's really weird. I first trimester, I was probably more hungry than second trimester. I feel like my appetite has gone back to normal in second trimester and my body actually has gone off sweet stuff. And I've gone back to eating a lot of things that I ate as a child, which is a little bit bizarre, but things like apples, oranges, and the only weird one is tuna, with pickles mixed with vegan mayonnaise on a bagel and unfortunately because tuna has mercury in it I have to be very mindful of how much I'm consuming but my obstetrician said all I can have is about five cans per week and that's it but I literally could have tuna any meal of the day and I know it's a really weird one but that's sort of the only thing I'm craving otherwise I really am eating the same and just being really healthy and trying to be as healthy as I can be so the fourth question is are we finding out what we're having and we are actually not my husband and I decided that there's not that many surprises in life anymore so We are just going to wait and see once it's born what it is. And really, as long as it's healthy, that's the most important thing to us. And I think we're really grateful that we stuck to our guns and we're not finding out. And because I've got an imaging background, I can actually read ultrasound. So when it gets to that bit of scanning the baby, I have to look away. Otherwise, I would be able to tell straight away. I think most people can anyway. And it's funny when we had the genetic testing done, obviously they find out the sex of the baby at that point. So that's usually done around 12 weeks, 12, 13 weeks. And they called us and said, oh, if you want to know the sex, we know the sex. And we were like, do we want to know? Someone else out there knows. (laughs) But you know, I think intuitively, I think I know what I'm having, but I could be wrong. And I'm going to keep, obviously keep that to myself. But I think, yeah, I think it's lovely to keep it a surprise in saying that I can totally appreciate why people find out as well, because they want to be prepared. And that's absolutely fine as well. But I think as long as you and your partner agree on what you want to do, that's the most important thing. The other question was, how am I feeling about the pregnancy overall? So this is a great question, because before I actually fell pregnant, I it sounds horrible, but I didn't think that I would actually enjoy it. And I've actually genuinely surprised myself and all the things that 
I was worried about and I still have my worries even though I am quite calm I you know there's still things that I worry about but I was genuinely worried about being sick slowing down getting big and not being able to do stuff and I think it's important that every pregnancy is different and so far I haven't had any of those things happen and I feel really really grateful but the perception always is that there'll be something that will happen that obviously won't feel great but I think taking it one step at a time that's sort of given me the drive to just keep going and take one day at a time and I think people are great at giving you advice but very often people also tell you the scary stuff and not necessarily the good stuff so just be really mindful of that as well and then the next question is what were some of the things you were doing before trying to conceive did you do anything different I have to be honest I was really really calm through the whole process I never put any pressure on the timing and I just think your body knows when you're putting a lot of pressure onto it. So I believe that if you're calm and, you know, you just go with the flow, everything will just happen in divine timing. And listen, maybe I would have felt a little bit different if it took us a while, but we were really lucky that it didn't. And I can totally appreciate for the people that it has taken a little while and they've I'm sure there's so much frustration that comes with it. But yeah, I was really calm. And then the other thing that I did, and I don't know whether that helped with my conception and me not having morning sickness, is I saw a really good naturopath right before we were trying to conceive. So the reason why I saw her was because I wanted to make sure that all my vitamin levels were at a really good point because as beautiful as pregnancy is, you know, it does deplete your body. So if you're already depleted in certain areas, it will just deplete your body that little bit more. And it also is quite stressful for your body as well. And so you want to be really, really strong, not only while you're carrying the baby, but also before beforehand and make sure you're at your healthiest so one of the things I've always been low in is vitamin d and iron and that's because I don't eat red meat but vitamin d we know has been linked to better fertility it also helps prevent complications with pregnancies such as preeclampsia and diabetes and iron is obviously required for healthy red blood cell creation so your body is obviously put under such a heavy demand when you're carrying a child so that's really really important and then the last question was will the business change I actually don't envision it really changing and I don't really plan to step back just because I have been feeling really, really well. So I still want to deliver the podcast. I want to keep going with my coaching clients and obviously I've got the Stressless Journal and my online workshop as well. And, you know, I really wasn't ready to have a child, I feel like, till end of last year. And I mean, not that you're ever 100% ready, but I really used last year to build up the business and get it to a really good point. And I am really proud of it. And it is like my other baby. So I'm grateful for that time I was given last year. So I will continue to serve the Knowing Her Wellness community. I'm still coaching clients. Obviously, once the bub is born, I will have have to obviously cut back for a little while. 
while, but I'm still doing all of the things within the business. And I guess I really want to be present when I have the baby, when we have the baby. So I will obviously take it one step at a time. Once the baby's born, you never know what type of baby you're going to have. So I think it's really important just to work as long as you can and keep your life as normal as you can. I think that's really important. I feel like that's helped me really get through the pregnancy and the process and then reassess once the baby's born. This episode is brought to you by the Stressless Journal. After spending most of my 20s chronically stressed, I came down with a mystery chronic illness at the end of 2015, which I'm sure was caused by my inability to manage stress and anxiety. While on my journey to better health, I discovered journaling, and it helped me so, so much in dealing with my stress and anxiety and in processing my feelings and emotions. And this is why I created the Stressless Journal. The Stressless Journal was created to encourage modern professional perfectionist women to take back control of their stress and to help them create more balance in their life. The journal provides women with tools to help them view stress in a different light and to better manage the impact that it has in their lives. It encourages women to take back control and help them live their lives in the present moment. If stress is something you struggle with on a daily basis, then this journal is for you. You can purchase your copy of the Stressless Journal by heading to the Knowing Her Wellness website shop, www.knowingherwellness, all one word, .com.au forward slash shop forward slash. Now let's get back into today's episode. So now I've just got a little bit of my tips, I guess, and advice so far for women that are professionals or maybe you're really worried about being pregnant and getting through it. I think my first point of advice is to make sure that you are ready. And like I said, no one is ever 100% ready, but there's nothing wrong with waiting till you're ready. And I think sometimes... For us women, there's so much pressure to, you know, get married and quickly try and have kids and, you know, have all of the things. But no woman should ever feel bad about waiting and really being ready and having other priorities before they are actually truly ready. And my career and business has always been a priority for me. And that's probably because I've worked really hard to get where I am at today. And I think every woman deserves to feel fulfilled in their career and feel like they've accomplished and they're at a good point before they have kids. So I think it's really important to normalize the fact that it's okay to feel that way and to not feel ready. And then the second point is be honest about how you feel. There's so many changes that happen during pregnancy. And I think it's really important to be honest with your partner, your family, your friends, your boss, and your co-workers if you aren't coping with certain aspects of your life or your job because pregnancy is beautiful but it can be quite an emotional roller coaster and obviously you have your bad days and you have your good days and you are only human and it's much easier to get the help and have help offered to you if others know what you're going through and I can really relate to this I did not 
I didn't sleep at all in my first trimester, hardly anything. And not only could I not sleep during the night, I then also couldn't nap during the day. And, you know, I'd see like a really cute or sad, um, you know, animal video on my phone or on the TV and I'd just burst into tears. And so that really shows how closely sleep is related to your mental state and how important that sleep is. So if you're not coping with something like I wasn't with the sleep, um, make sure you speak to the ones that are really close to you. The third point of advice is start thinking about your option when it comes to work and coming back to work. So obviously you never know what type of baby you're going to have. And I think it's just important to have a rough idea of you know, how much time you want to take off, how many days you think you want to come back to work. And I think having that rough plan helps ease your mind and helps put everything else at ease for when you are ready to come back to work. And then at least you've got some sort of plan that you can follow once you are ready to come back. The fourth point is remember that everything that you desire within your career will always be available to you when you return. And so don't worry too much if you've missed a particular promotion or if you don't get to finish a project that you really wanted to finish off before you went on maternity leave. Because I think timing is everything and I'm a believer that even if something doesn't happen for you at whichever particular time you want it to happen, it will happen for you eventually. So always trust that timing of your life. And then the fifth point is find your people and your support. So you know, make sure you lean on your friends and family during this time, particularly if you are finding something really difficult. I have been super lucky. My mum's been great. My husband's been fabulous. And my bestest friend is four weeks behind me. And I can say that now because she has shared her news. But um, we are so lucky to be on that journey together because I think it is really nice to have someone go through a really similar thing that you're going through at the same time. It just makes that bond so much more special. And, you know, seek advice from people that have had kids and are still doing really well in their career, for example. Pick their brains on how they got back to work and how, you know, all the things that they did to work their way back up. I think that's really helpful. And at the same time, trust yourself and trust your partner as well to make the right decision for you and your baby. And I think that's one of the most important points of advice that I can give. So I hope you have enjoyed this fun episode. Have a beautiful week and remember life is for living, not stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Knowing Her Wellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to be Stressed.